0: Back in Nam, we came across this village and looked like they were nothing but children. You know, sucky, sucky, two dollar, but we weren't taking chances. So we lined them up by a ravine. We told them they were gonna dig a ditch, and I could hear the screams and I could see the fire. And I can't stop. Nips on the wire. Nips on the wire.
1: Movies. Movies.
2: movies welcome back to the gamcast where each week we watch yet another christian movie in order to inoculate ourselves in case we ever know something the cia is willing to war border us over i'm your host Noah illusions sitting to my immediate left is my good friend heath enright heath welcome back thank you noah and sitting 989 miles to my right is my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, so good of you to join us. Oh, happy to be here. Happy to be here. So, Heath, tell us, what will we be breaking down this week? We've got Catching
3: Faith. It's, uh, Im- imagine, like, Kirk Cameron's Varsity Blues, approximately. Nice. And um, yeah. here's the description <laughs> on IMDb. A Christian mother's inferiority complex becomes exacerbated by... When her husband discovers their high school football star son has been drinking, challenging her
2: faith and self-worth. And Eli, how bad was this movie?
0: Well, you know how you've always been wondering if they could make a movie about whether or not you should confess to being the one who farted in an elevator? That's that's what this film really brings to life. It's like, I don't know, I parked a little bit closer to the hydrant than I thought. If you ever wanted to see that for an hour and a half, well then strap in, Buckaroo, cuz you've got 50 it's you've got 63
2: minutes of Absolutely no stakes to clinch onto your seat for. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I've seen more impressive stakes at the huddle house. So, uh, Heath, any thoughts on the general badness here? Uh, well, according to Amazon,
3: people who enjoyed catching faith also enjoyed cheaper by the dozen two. Oh, wow. Is <laughs> yeah, not a great sign, fair. but it, it actually gets even worse than that. Because people who enjoyed Cheaper by the Dozen 2 did not like Catching Faith. I checked on that. It didn't go the other way. <laughs> yeah, No to, good. You, to be fair, though,
0: what he meant by that is they want movies by the dozen. They just literally <laughs> want to buy a dozen. They don't care what kind of – just as long as it's cheaper to buy the movies by the dozen. That's
3: oh, one a the oh, results right, on a DVD with 11 other movies at the gas station.
2: I, I got to say, I hopefully nobody knows just how bad of a, a statement this is. But eh, this is the worst thing I've ever caught this movie here. So, before we get into the breakdown, I want to talk about the uh, Guys, that's real real bad. <laughs> that's, that's real bad.
0: <laughs> so, before we jump all the way into the breakdown, he's got a broken rib like Doug Henning had liver cancer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: We have a bad movie this week. Get ready.
0: His broken ribs make spots appear all over his skin, people. You know what I'm talking about? Start
3: making a quilt. <laughs> He's going plaid like Bugs
2: Bunny. So, before we get into the breakdown here, I want to talk about the um, coloring book that this movie is based on. (laughs) That they made an entire movie about. I'm not kidding. It's called The Elijah Project, and apparently it's the byproduct of a, a random failed actress deciding that psychology looked pretty easy, so she could probably do it, too, but with Jesus. So... I I want to read you guys an extended excerpt from the Elijah Project's website. This is the About Us section where Alexa Boylan, the horrible person most directly responsible for this movie, explains why she decided to fix other people's brains with crayons. Quote, A few years ago, I had a meet my maker moment while looking into the mirror. Totally get it. I woke (laughs) up to my daily routine, stumbled down the stairs, put the coffee on, let the dog out, and resentfully made my children's lunches. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Timmy, <laughs> <Put the laughs>
1: up
2: <laughs> I went to the bathroom and while washing my hands, I caught a glimpse of my reflection. I remember looking in the mirror and thinking, "Where did all those lines come from?" You're a cocaine dealer. That yes. man. It's, usually, when I look into a mirror and wonder that, it's a good thing. Anyway, she. Are con- you
0: going to thaw someone's head off in the tub, Jace. <laughs> All right. Well, let me finish washing my hands.
2: She continues. <laughs> My brow was furrowed. I tried to smile, and a fake smile appeared. I felt tired, angry, lonely, and afraid. My next series of thoughts disturbed me. I don't like who I'm becoming. I wouldn't want to be married to you. I wouldn't want to be your child. Oh, I just have
0: an image of her tucking her dick between her legs. Would I fuck me? (laughs) No. A low (laughs) self-esteem Buffalo Bill. (laughs)
2: She continues, the sad truth revealed that day was that even though God had given me everything I had asked for, a husband, kids, a house, and a dog, I resented the gifts. She didn't go for world peace, unfortunately. I had spent years uh, giving to God with the hope of getting something in return. I was giving with strings attached and growing more and more resentful when my wishes were not granted. I was not a cheerful giver. Not a cheerful giver. The Eli Bosnick story. (laughs) I was bound by fear and stuck in people-pleasing. I was afraid to be rejected, exposed, or humiliated. Exposed, by the way, is in quotes for some fucking reason. Yeah.
0: My r- she wanted to make sure that everyone knew they didn't mean, like, ripping her dress off in public. <laughs> you a, know what, I'm, a, a, Exposed. Figure. Not, oh, like, no, actually okay. exposed. I was fine with if someone just <laughs> let my skin be free. I usually wear <laughs> turtleneck scarves to hide my fucking ugly muffin
2: top. disgusting Waddle. wrinkles and lines. <laughs> My reaction to this was to stop answering my telephone, thinking if I avoided conversation, I would insulate myself from criticism. I had allowed Satan to set up residence in my soul where he was shaming me day and night. Shame is the enemy of connection, and it leaves us isolated, disconnected, and alone. So if I could just interrupt here to point out, this woman probably has clinical depression, but she decided not to treat it. So instead, she decided to make a fucking Bible coloring book uh, to help others through it. Anyway, she continues.
0: I I want to see that conversation between this woman and Satan, where Satan's like, "Well, Alexa, looks like the living room's still messy. Oh, were you gonna get to it later? Were you? <laughs> really? You're a bad mother. You're a bad mother, Alexa. You look right. terrible. I am. I am. Maybe a little makeup, Alexa. <laughs> Some sit-ups. Give up breads <laughs> instead
2: of fucking writing a coloring book. <laughs> Uh, And finally, she says, my story is illustrative. Life's journey has many peaks and valleys. This workbook, coloring book, will follow Elijah's story while helping to unearth your story. There is a simple model for health and healing. Realize, reflect, reconcile, rest, and re-engage because it always they always have to be alliterative. She
0: needed an R. <laughs> she yep. used One of those you know is unnecessary. She was like, "Rape." Nope, can't put that one in there. Bad, Alexa. Bad. You can't. That's on me. That's that was draft one and two. That's until draft three.
2: And she finishes off by saying, "My prayer is that this workbook will be an angel touch in your story." Show me where the angel touched you. Yeah, exactly. Show me on the doll. (laughs) So that is her explanation of the coloring book that inspired the fucking movie... Uh, that we're about to break down. I also think it's worth mentioning that on the cover of this movie, it's like a football movie, and they are clearly trying to make this kid look as much like Tim Tebow as humanly possible. <laughs>
3: yeah, in, including casting him as a wide receiver because he probably wasn't convincing as a quarterback in the audition. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly like Tebow. what would happen to Tebow in the audition <laughs> the movie. Can he throw the ball and catch it himself? How does football work <laughs> can you, now? Can you do it more quarterbacky? No, I, can I cannot.
2: Can you throw it to yourself? It's like
0: juggling, right? You throw it. <laughs> in the air but it's a trick play
2: nobody knows, and that's about as much as these folks knew about football but we're gonna get to all of that so with a special mix of christianity pseudo-psychology and poorly choreographed uninformed sportsing to look forward to we'll take a quick break and when we come back we'll break down the dumbest thing i've seen since the seahawks intentionally lost the super bowl hello and welcome to bob Cramjaw's christian movie audio course step one the marriage now, your movie is going to be about people's failing marriages, and it will be somebody's fault. So try to write down three ideas of things that might be wrong in a marriage and make a movie based on them. Go ahead and try it now. My wife always leaves her shoes in the hall. That's fantastic. Uh,
0: sometimes I feel like all my wife cares about is her work. What a bitch.
1: My husband won't wear that tie I bought him.
2: Shut it the fuck down. Step two, the activity. Find an activity that is important to your characters. That's what's going to be happening to these people while they talk about Jesus. Go ahead, try it now. Uh, washing the truck? Why the fuck not? Um, uh, chair hats. That's not a thing, but who gives a fuck? The Rape of Nan King. Never heard of it. Step three, the offensive best friend. Every Christian movie needs a best friend character to really solidify the plot for people who leave the room for popcorn, or more likely their elderly and they fell asleep and then they wake themselves up by shitting their pants later. Try writing some lines based on your offensive character now.
3: So you're telling me that once you started washing your truck, your, your wife stopped leaving her shoes in the hall? Well, kiss my grits. It's number one movie in America right there.
0: Holly, free hollies, man. You're telling me this chair has made your woman talk about work and more about your marriage? I chalopa. Sounds right to me.
3: Rape of Nanking. Something, something. He wore the tie. Something. I'm an Eskimo.
2: Sure, why the fuck not? Step four. Add some Jesus. All right, and that's really all you're going to do here. Just remember what you said in step three, and literally just add some Jesus, and you have yourself a movie. Go ahead and try it now.
3: So you're telling me that once you started washing your truck, for Jesus, your wife stopped leaving her shoes in the hall? Well, kiss my grits, for Jesus?
0: Yep. Holy hollies, man, you're telling me that these chair, Jesus, hats make your woman talk less about work and more about your
2: Jesus, marriage, I, Jesus, even more, yeah. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Why not? That fucking thing is going to make money. Anyway, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go take a bath with a toaster and we're back so we're going to start off this movie with some bland and boring americana b-roll but just to make sure you don't get your hopes up for a good movie we're going to give it to you via a nauseous stationary pan and a frenetic series of small town cliche jump cuts
0: yeah it, the first thing we get from this film is a leaving las vegas acid trip circle that yes never just like uh, blah, blah. just like i shouldn't eat all that cotton candy First thought. I also want to point out that this, the production company that made this movie, is called Mustard Seed Entertainment.
2: That's the smallest of all the seeds, you know.
0: Yeah. Which to start your to call your company the thing that is provably and in every way shows that your book is wrong is crazy. They might as well have called it thirteen cubits
2: by four cubits. Pi equals three point one. Yeah, exactly. Just very quick for those who don't know, Jesus said at one point in the Bible that the mustard seed is the smallest of all the seeds. And then he explained that how, like, mustard seeds grow into trees, which they don't. So, yeah, this was... um uh, Jesus well, actually, no. According here. to
0: everyone on my Facebook, that's really about what Jesus was talking about is seeds in the Middle East. <laughs> except that's also not true. So don't,
1: right, right. Where, where they exactly. also have mustard well, he's trees. talking about
0: like the seeds that he had seen that day, and like it was by far the smallest seed. You don't know could have could have grown into a tree. Jesus does miracles. You're
3: close-minded.
0: I don't know. I followed my heart to these answers, so I can't quite give you anything else. When my grandma died, they planted a rose. They planted a mustard seed on her grave, and a mustard grew out of it. A little princess was there the Giant next morning. Giant
2: mustard tree. Yeah. So, yeah. So, right away, they're saying, you know how the Bible's bullshit? <laughs> this movie's going to – we're going to roll with we that.
0: We dedicated ourselves to the fact that we don't know anything about science. Welcome to Mustard Seed Entertainment. <laughs>
2: And they demonstrate a similar understanding of football that Jesus understands to mu- or, uh, uh, demonstrates to mustard oh, seeds. Oh, they know yeah. way less about
0: football than they do about fucking mustard seeds in the universe. <laughs> I mean, if you were like, I'm stupid. So if you were like, Eli, mustard comes from trees, I'd be like, sure, why the fuck not? We right. talk about card tricks. But even I, who know nothing about sports, was like, I'm pretty sure everyone's supposed to be wearing pads. <laughs> <is why> <laughs> That's a soccer ball. It's like okay, that gentleman's wearing a catcher's mitt on his penis. This is not. This is not good.
3: 11 on 11? Are they going to do that? One time in this movie? Never. Hot. people on football field? No. Someone said hot,
2: though. That's weird. It's pretty damn Um, football-y. We start off by meeting our hero, who is a horrible bitch, as we'll learn pretty much right away. This actress looks
0: like Kira Knightley's ghost. (laughs) Like if she had run into a sword during the filming of Pirates of the Caribbean 85, Let's Go Get Brunch. And she was like, oh, Johnny, oopsies. <laughs> and then went to hell and had to be in this
2: movie forever. <laughs> right. right. I want to point out Kira Knightley is, a, is an atheist, so this probably would be her hell uh, yeah. acting in this film. And
0: apologies to Kira, You're adorable. <laughs> you can open your mouth. Um, anytime you want, Kira. It's totally up to you, girl. <laughs> All about it.
3: I wrote down um, Kate Beckinsale with rabies.
0: Yeah, okay. All or, right. Yeah, I or, get or that. Or maybe
3: a, a little bit of uh, bulimic Michelle Bachman. A little bit of bulimic, Michelle Bachman.
0: <laughs> I wrote a Parker Posey's skeleton. Okay, all right, yeah, I can go that way as well. Uh, and they're 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 we're having the family McFamily montage, which seems to be the standard for every Christian movie.
2: And they're always f- arguing over something like it's either the remote or in this case it's it's the hat. Right? You know, yeah.
0: There's never just like hey, how's it going? It's always like you give me back my tampons. No, I'm gonna put them inside me. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, he put all his tampons up inside himself. No, I didn't. Did you put all the tampons inside yourself? Show me your starfish. No.
2: <laughs> now, I also want to point out, okay, so we already talked a little bit about the, what how the mom looks. The husband is a father, fellow by the name of Darius M- Muslami? sounds Christian. Anyway, he's this big giant yeah. freaky looking guy that looks like he could not He looks
0: identical to Josh Farstein. Yes, he does. Holy
2: shit. He he's looks like identical the entire
0: guy. time I was like, "Oh, this is Josh <laughs> Farstein." He's
2: like the Persian Josh Farstein. Holy shit. Oh, and I, I also want to point Okay, so this movie first of all was filmed on uh, on a Santorum covered dildo cam or something. And the cinematographer had no fucking clue like literally in the opening scene in this movie with the the whole pillow thing they're pointing the camera right to it into a sunny bright window and don't seem to know that's not a thing you're supposed to do you you would get better cinematography dropping your phone
0: yeah the school of cinematography that this guy went to is the your aunt who just got a camera with a timer school in cinematography yeah. where she puts it at one side of the room and she runs over and she's like All right, everyone smiles <laughs> is <laughs> it is it on it, three seconds
3: what's three seconds oh god i blinked right, try it again it's, all right one, try more, come one on. more time
2: so they they pray for the daughter's ap latin class and they pick out the pillows and then dad gives mom a necklace and this will be very important over and over again well i wouldn't say important but pivotal to the story uh, as yeah. we'll see it over and over again it's a cheesy little looks like you won it out of a claw machine uh, heart necklace
0: yeah this is this is this special brand of ugly jewelry because whenever i see like a zales commercial on tv where it's like the chocolate diamond and i'm like oh that looks like fucking
3: shit <laughs> who yeah. would
0: buy that christians who live and watch these movies <laughs> that's what it's a heart it's a heart shape with the diamonds in it yeah it mm-hmm. could not be less tasteful <laughs> it could not be. It's it's basically a flavor flavor. Right, I was just gonna would have say, have been that. in better taste than this fucking thing, but uh. it's
2: not good enough for her. I yeah. guess. Muslim Santa got a sparkly that was too small, so she goes to the jewelry store and exchanges it for a bigger one.
0: Right, exactly. She exchanges it for a bigger one, but this is a weird moment. This is something that the movie wants us to believe is like bad. Like, oh, she sure she returned it and got the thing she wanted. But like, <laughs> that if I give, if my fiance tomorrow came in and was like, hey, I got a new engagement ring that I like better, I'd be like, cool, you like that better. I got you a thing that I wanted you to like Glad everyone is happy now But in this movie it's like she's fucking Fucking something she's yes. like cheating on him She's like oh no he can't see If he sees it he'll hit me It's just the weirdest approach to returning a thing I've had my fiance return stuff In front of me I've been like Merry Christmas and she's like oh my god Where'd you get it is there a receipt
2: <laughs> Which is cause I have Terrible taste so well, it's, it's sure. Crazy and then we're on to one of the first of many painful football game scenes. Oh, yes. And by the way, if you were wondering,
0: hey, is there anyone in this movie that can max the sexual tension of the brothers and sisters? <laughs> you lucky so-and-so. It's the football players with each other. Yes. <laughs> I. We need to talk about the, the friend character's voice. Oh, shit. Yeah. What accent... <laughs> Or voices he's doing. Here's what I want. I want you to imagine that Benedict Cumberbatch got fucked to death and then they took all the jizz and they threw it into a cloning machine and this is what came out. This Because he's like, well, I say, old chap, I love you. I cannot describe this kid's voice. It's. But he plays like the quarterback or the other – who knows what position anyone is in this fucking movie. But he's like the best friend character, and their sexual tension is palpable. You could cut it with a knife. You could spread it on Melba toast.
2: Okay, and and keep in mind that we're not even going to try to hide this because when we first meet these two characters – they're winking at each other from across the football field. It's the, it's the classic wink at the intended receiver play. Uh, the, the, the defense never sees that coming. Yeah,
0: exactly. Hey man, are you winking at the guy you're going to throw the ball to? Him? I don't know. Am I? Wink. Are you going to throw the ball to me? Yes.
3: Yeah, that, that's great if the quarterback's gay with their. Son Bo, but they shouldn't. I fuck to signal an audible. I mean, you can make like a gay gesture or something, but it needs to be a lot more subtle than that. <laughs> just though. widen your rainbows, stance, man. Come on, rainbows
0: kill kill. <laughs> L-
3: learn from Hot those route.
0: Republican senators. Just just take a nice wide stance in the hills. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hang out at a truck stop long enough, Bo. We're all on your side. Yeah, there you
2: go. And so, meanwhile, in the audio or in the uh, stands here, you've got mom and dad and daughter, and the daughter apparently just received a letter at the. Football game, and she's opening it up, and it turns out message for random person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like what would the fucking MIT uses the Pony Express? All right, <laughs> this carrier pigeon just dropped me off a letter. I think I'll open it, and that's what it is. It's acceptance, early acceptance into MIT, and her parents act like it's. A discounted vacation to Puerto Vallarta or something. Oh, you get you to, to get two two cruise tickets if you buy uh, two other cruise uh, you know, And they just could not be less impressed that she just got accepted into one of the country's best schools. Which, by the way, is
0: so much bigger of a deal than anything. We never talk about it in this movie. Bo just apparently is a good football player. We never see him get a scholarship. Mm-hmm. We never see him go to a nice school. Nope. We never see him get signed by the NFL. He just scores touchdowns and it is the center of this movie. This girl gets into one of the if not the best depending on what she's studying schools in the world and they're like oh okay you're kind of interrupting alright Bo was drinking the Gatorade and he spilled a little down (laughs) his front It's pretty funny if I got into MIT my father would have tattooed it on his chest with a (laughs) spork and pen he would have been like oh sorry I got into RIT that's fine
3: (laughs) And the parents are like dismissive too. They're like, yeah, honey, shh. I know you just got into MIT early decision, but your brother's life is peaking right now. He's Right (laughs) now, four touchdowns in one game at Polk High. Clap for him. You're You're going to have a whole lot of
0: stuff to look forward to, like a career and a life and
3: a college. (laughs) This is it for
0: Bo. (laughs) Bo's going to live with us forever. Let's focus on Bo now. (laughs) You can have the next 40 years, okay, when you have anything else.
2: And that's what this movie is all about. Now, I also want to point out that we does not take long for us to learn that the people making this movie had no idea how football works. Because, first of all, there are something like nine players on the field, both teams combined. And secondly, we get this pan shot from behind the quarterback, and the linemen are doing... Like, something between sumo wrestling and hugging. They're just kind of pushing on each other's shoulders. No one's making any effort to get around anyone or anything. Um, I wrote,
0: these guys went to the E-Honda school of football. (laughs) (laughs) Thousand (laughs) times (laughs) slept! The the people... The football in this... I own Madden because someone gave it to me as a gift. The people play football in this movie like me playing Madden. Just like, I don't know, throw it to that guy, run off the field. Look at that, they didn't tackle him. I win. Back to Batman.
2: And also, and this is going to be a repeated theme in this, okay, so like earlier in this, like we see that, okay, they went to school this day, and now it's later in the same day, and they're at a football game, but it's still... Day. So apparently, oh, this is one of those. You could not
0: get a night shot in this movie to save your no, fucking life. Shit. Apparently, <laughs> this by
2: accident when it's they're in the Arctic night, fucking yeah. circle in this movie, and it just never gets dark or whatever. <laughs> I
0: I believe that one of the members of this cast was a werewolf, and they were just like, "Well, Tony's gonna turn into a beast of the night starting at eight p.m." So, first week of shooting went really badly, (laughs) R.I.P. Tina. So, we're just going to keep everything from 4 p.m., 2 to noon, to 4, that's it. We got four hours of shooting. This movie took eight years to shoot because they were just
2: like, ah, fuck. Actually, interesting trivia. This movie took 18 days to shoot, and it shows. Yeah, it does. Now, okay, so also, just to reinforce the mom's not paying attention to the daughter who just got into MIT thing, um, in the middle of the game, towards the end or whatever, her friend shows up. Now we're going to talk a lot about the friend, who is actually, by the way, the the woman who wrote this movie, um, who is the evil ice queen of the film. So they wander off together, and we get some some girl talk. Now apparently, right. girl talk is about oh, have you? Se-? I'm not I'm not exaggerating. This is literally what they talk about. Oh, have you seen so and so? Oh my god, she's gained like ten pounds since high school. Oh, that vest you're wearing is simply awful. Those two yeah. things were the the. Key pieces of information in the girl talk that we get.
0: I call her evil universe Deborah Messing. Okay. Uh, That's, that's who she is in all of my notes. I've just got her as Cruella Deville in red, but yeah. Uh, and yeah, they, she, if you think this character is ever gonna make any sense, you're wrong. We'll occasionally touch on her, but nothing she says or does has any consequences or meaning. She's just, there are several characters in this movie, spoiler alert, who are just there to be cunts. That's all (laughs) they they just walk on. They're like, go fuck yourself. And then they walk (laughs) off again. But we'll get to them later.
2: All of them though. I mean, like, Everyone in this movie is horrible, and I hate them. Like, right away. Every character.
0: Everyone except for body hire Josh Firestein is there to—or (laughs) Firstein, however he pronounces it—is there to just walk on and fuck other characters over and then walk back off again.
2: Basically, basically. Also, there was there was a little piece that where like the daughter we see the daughter at the game and her friend comes up and says, "Hey, are you coming to the party?" And she's like, "Oh no, you know I'm too chaste and wholesome to go to parties." <laughs> but
3: thank right, you, exactly. You gonna go to the high school party? We're in high school. Nah, nah, I gotta go home. No, and high I school, can't. my high school. I can't. I got a
0: homework. Good person. <laughs> I'm in a good person mixed good person, but if you want a bad person, bad character, you can. I'm just risk affirming your risk denying type A personality. I'm sorry, are you speaking entirely in Jungian terms at this point? Squaring of personality.
2: And okay, so uh, of course, the brother, Bo, he's going to go out in bad person tonight. So now we get him arriving at the party with his buddies and his weird fucking friend with the weird yo bro kind of accent thing going on. Yeah.
0: At this point I wrote when he goes yo bro, I wrote in my movies this in my notes, this movie is a hellscape. Oh my god. <laughs> Cuz every everything in this movie is like not another teen movie had a nightmare. That's what this movie it's just <laughs> this
3: like, is just hey, like to not some another teen beer movie. Beer
2: penis. <laughs> <Broar."> <laughs> And you can tell this is going to be one of them bad parties because they got a keg. And this movie doesn't know how beer works. Holy shit, it looks like they're serving beer floats yeah they're serving yeah as
0: I said we did this in the preview review but I yeah. want to touch on this no one here has apparently ever seen beer because they've tapped a keg they're holding the steam upside the, keg, the cup is on top the steam is directly upside down onto the cup and it's just flowing out everywhere onto the ground these people had never touched a keg before I guarantee you 90% of that shooting day was like so we stab it with a pin and then the beer comes out and, and, did you, is it like a can? It's like a big can. It's a pinata. Oh, I, I it's a pinata.
3: We just hit it with a bat and then we drink it as it flies, explodes. Let's pray around it in a circle. Maybe it'll open.
0: <laughs> Dear Jesus, what the fuck is this thing?
1: <laughs>
0: we got pumpkin <laughs> ale.
3: <laughs> yeah, and they did. It was like it was like a dark lager in high school from a keg. No, absolutely not. Right? You didn't. You didn't right. get like Sam Adams dark. No. No. <laughs> By exactly. the keg
0: we, uh, So then we find out The, um, the character um, Methy D- D- uh, Par- uh, uh, Methy Mary Louise Parker Gets a phone <laughs> call <laughs> <laughs> And to show that it's bad news She just drops her ice cream cone on the table uh-huh. And I wrote in my notes, rude, people work there. <laughs> right. so and I, I like just want, I want to see the movie about the girl who works at the ice cream parlor that was like, oh, did you get bad news? Maybe throw your ice cream away in the garbage can. <laughs> <that much> <laughs> That's you could right just there. wait. Everyone else has to leave with you. Just there's a trash can on the way out. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Stephanie, you do not need to put your energy into this. You need to put <laughs> your energy into your art. I make spray paint art. Spinny kind. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie works at the fashion box. I don't oh, know. Gotcha, gotcha. I don't know anything to not think about this movie, <laughs> right? No, but shit. yeah, she drops her ice cream on the table, uh, to to say that her father has had a heart attack.
2: Right, right, yeah. So they, they so we're cross cutting between the party and the ice cream parlor where mom and dad and good daughter went. Um, and yes, they get that horrible
3: news. Uh, and why not bring? The ice cream to the hospital. Is that rude at that point? You already bought it? It's not like you're going back online to get another ice cream after you find about the heart attack. You just right, you right. had it. One Why?
0: second. This one didn't have enough sprinkles. I, I said I'll be there in a second. Tom. It's a heart attack. He'll be fine or he'll be dead. In either case, I can be there with sprinkles.
2: <laughs> either or. Now, at, at this point, we cut back over to the party where the son is challenged to a drinking game, which is just like Which that. is literally, sir, I challenge you to what? To
0: Drink, drink off. Yes. Come on, man. That's not in the script. Don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so many moments in this movie where he's just like, we're in all of these movies where it's like, to what? Come on, just
3: <laughs> to cut to, to Felch this foam out of my head. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> drink. Do we drink. We drink. One of us drinks faster. I don't know. <laughs> Come on.
2: It's like beer pong without the pong. Yeah. So team their player. idea of a drinking game, the people who wrote this movie, is we both drink, and whoever <laughs> drinks better wins. That's how they think it happens. Their technique. There's like four kids lined up with signs, but
0: the highest and lowest scores don't count. Yeah, right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Look at the way Bo's lips wrap around that glass. I guarantee you the quarterback was watching that very close. So, So now mom and dad and the daughter are going. They need to pick Bo up from the party real quick. Uh, so that they can get him to the hospital, but before they can get there, the cops show up with
3: with like a SWAT team ambush. Yeah, in, right. In yeah, response exactly. to at most like twenty five high school kids in somebody's backyard. Yeah.
0: They, right. after ridiculous. after the militia from Left Behind disbanded, they started to go and find high school parties because <laughs> no, there is just like people in. fucking flying in from choppers and <laughs> dropping people knocking down doors, smoke grenades. <laughs> But that's okay, because Bo runs directly into the arms of the police. <laughs> he could not run. If he were trying to tackle the cops, he would have run less direct. He's like, oh, quick, I'll jog over to this police officer. He makes it three steps, by the way. The cop is very obviously standing four steps away. <laughs> were he to look in that direction, the cop would have been like, whoa. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Keep right in mind, here. this is the star wide receiver for the high school football team. You'd think the motherfucker could run, but no. Uh, he can't uh, So it's so, yeah Cops Everybody stand still And get caught Quick Um, And and, right. and, and then we get this sh- Shot where the cop Like says, Let me see your ID You know Obviously this kid's not 21 But he, he looks at the ID And then he looks at the kid And he has this look As though the kid Must be holding A decapitated hooker Off camera He's got The <laughs> cop has this Oh my god I can't believe You just knifed That old lady Look on his face Over <laughs> teen drinking Caught the tater salad got it right
0: exactly i don't know if anyone who listens to this has ever been caught teen drinking but when i got caught teen drinking the cops thought it was way funnier than everyone else they were like ah <laughs> exactly. it was basically a night-long game of manhunt with the binghamton police force <laughs> that is when i got you no you only got my heel come on
1: come on
0: don't make me pepper spray him what i mean is it's great to be white what i mean is it's great to be white guys let me tell you how great it was to grow up white
2: so and then they they come to pick the kid up apparently nothing's happened the cops have just let him him go you know maybe because his grandpa just died 3 seconds ago or whatever um but they pick him up from the party and he's clearly drunk and dad is clearly disappointed and now and and apparently mom has fallen asleep at some point, she's just taking a nap in the car at this point. Anyway. Yeah, she's like, nah, well, let me know. If, wake me up if dad dies. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> and then the scene ends when they're still still sitting in the car picking Bo up. And the mom gets another phone call. And she goes, she goes, Mom? And the scene's over. And I just, that's not how scenes work. You you just these they didn't seem to have any concept that a scene should have a beginning and an end and there should be stuff happening in the middle. Anyway, that'll come up again. Uh, But first, we have to cut to the funeral. Uh, because Grandpa's dead, and apparently the next day they had the funeral, there was a special or something.
0: And I just want to throw this out. Grandpa has a terribly attended funeral. There are,
2: like, three people at Grandpa's funeral. Every <laughs> crowd in this movie is bizarrely small, inappropriately small.
0: Yeah, Um. at which point there is a – so they cut to the wake or the funeral home or whenever they're doing the, like, post-funeral party thing – and the decorations include christmas hats. So I wrote in my in my notes here, christmas hats, bad decoration choices for a funeral. Usually, generally <laughs> yeah. speaking, yeah. <laughs> and we cut to grandma being for one of many times a miserable bitch. There is no less likable character in all of cinema. Than the grandmother in this movie, <laughs> her, she's
2: right up there with Old Testament God. Okay, so the first thing that we we see her doing, the daughter is chopping up celery, and, and the wake and grandma comes up. Oh, all right, now I know that your grandpa just died, but that's no excuse for irregular lengths of celery, you stupid shit. And and yeah. and starts like explain. I wish your mother had taught you how to cut celery yeah this and by the way
0: that's that has no denouement there is nothing about this movie that later on grandma's like I realize I've been being a piece of shit mm-hmm. she's just the beginning to the end of the movie if this movie ended with grandma being like go fuck yourself I'd be like oh yeah sure that that character doesn't <laughs> <you> change <laughs> at all because that is what grandma is a miserable bitch to everyone throughout this film and it is a delight to watch every
2: <laughs> time you see her if, if, if you didn't catch that she was a bitch don't worry we're gonna reinforce that over and over again so now the daughter is very upset because you know grandma just came and was bitchy to her but unfortunately alexa is busy bugging the house plants or something touching
0: she's touching those flowers so hard (laughs) she's just touching that is again another theme of christian movies Christians left alone on screen for more than a yeah. second, asked to do space work. She's just like, "Oh God, what? How does one do flowers? I, just sque- I squeeze them. Like, why aren't they squeaking? They're supposed to squeak." Or- clap, clap! Come on, out of here, gnomes! I'm getting the gnomes out. That's what I'm doing. Oh God, is it? Is the scene starting? It? Jesus.
2: So yeah. So I guess we're supposed to be uh, reinforcing the idea that like the the mom's ignoring the daughter or something. And then we got this friend character who just we we haven't been introduced to or whatever. So she comes, up, but she comes up to Alexa and she's trying to be oh you know your you know, so your dad just died. Let me put my arm around you so everyone understands that I'm the sympathetic character. And and then she freaks out and screams oh the flowers aren't fine or whatever. To, right? She's like I've
0: got it. No, I, I would have just been like oh, rude. All right, enjoy your funeral. Yeah, I'm be over here. <laughs> right.
2: But then I'm glad your dad's dead. Evil friend shows up. <laughs> When uh, Alexa starts to break down the evil, red-headed, bitchy friend that we met earlier... And uh, she has to tell her, oh, don't cry at a funeral or your mascara will run, (laughs) you know, like women do.
0: Yeah, this character is such a weird thing. I just wrote in my notes after she writes, you should hide. She goes, you shouldn't hide your grief. Or the nice person goes, you shouldn't hide your grief. And evil lady goes, you should if it makes your face fall off. And I just wrote, (laughs) Lady Hitler, (laughs) Lady Hitler.
2: Right? (laughs) And then we move along. To one of the many bizarre Jesus book club cult scenes where we get introduced to the coloring book that this is based on.
0: Yes, the coloring book that this is based on is so stupid, so stupid. And I want to point something out about all of these. So Eli, Eboz, spent some time in group therapy. Quite a bit. Um, not, not his choice, but he spent some time in group therapy. And I have never had such Vietnam flashbacks to those bullshit sessions as I had watching this movie where she's like, can you draw yourself? And first of all, I stayed like four weeks extra in this fucking anger control program because I kept drawing myself like sucking a dick. Like so this, this workbook would not work with Eli. But the very first thing, if the very first thing that a mental health professional "Quote unquote professional asks you to do is pull out crayons, and you are not a child.
2: You need to leave. You need to get up and you go. (laughs) And and now, okay. So we got. We we're going to talk obviously a lot about the like therapy bullshit that they had in here. But so creepy hippie Christian moonbeam." chick is 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 talking to a group of like five women alexa is one of them and she's way overdressed so she tells them to draw how they feel and i if i was draw there what I they wanna... look like they draw
0: they <laughs> all draw where where did the pedophile touch you doll? that are supposed <laughs> to represent
2: themselves and then she recommends that they read first kings 17 through 19 now for those of you who aren't familiar with the bible that's basically the the, the opening of the story of elijah that story starts with God telling Elijah to go hide by a lake and let birds vomit into his mouth for a couple of years so that God can starve a bunch of people to death with a famine. And it just gets more fucked up from there. So I just want to point that out that that's that's what we're basing this movie on. Well, we're basing oh, it on a coloring book that's based on that biblical story. Where's that story. scene
0: where Alexis just got an, a hawk throwing up into her mouth and she's like, thank you, Paul? <laughs> 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 Would have been the best. This is a of weird. Running. This was a weird turn this coloring book take. <laughs> can you color in the vomit flowing into Elijah's mouth?
2: <laughs> and now we're going to go to the extraordinarily Christian school where most of this movie is going to take place, so that we can see Raven um, badgering the football coach to tell her what her academic standings are. Because, okay, now I should point out that the, the football coach in this movie is Bill Engvon. And this movie is so bad that he stands out... As like a master thespian in this movie. Yeah, he's cover.
0: real good in this movie. By comparison, yeah. he's real good. Yes. He is the Michael Caine in the Muppets movie of this movie. <laughs> you know how Michael Caine just acts the shit out of the Muppets Christmas Carol and you're oh, like, yeah. damn, he was talking to puppets that whole time.
2: <laughs> that is Bill Engel in this movie. He was talking to puppets the whole time, that's for sure. Yeah, pretty much. And and apparently their their uh, budget didn't allow for principal or guidance counselor or anything like that. So Bill Engel is the the football coach, but he's also the teacher and the principal and the custodian. And anytime we need person from the school, he's going to have to fill in.
0: Right, exactly. Also, there's this weird moment where he's like, well, you just checked your rankings in the school the other day, which, by the way, that's it's not like it's not fantasy football. It doesn't get right. updated every day at midnight <laughs> based on your grades. Those grades get tallied quarterly. It's not like every quiz goes into some weird right. <laughs> fucking pie chart. But she's like, can you just check it again, you fucking hack comedian sack of shit? Here's your sign. Um. And he tells her, you're number two. Hooray. Uh, but she's already – this is the weird thing. She's already gotten early – I don't think they know what early acceptance no, means in this no movie. No, they have no idea. They have no idea. Because it's like, oh, what if I'm not – so doesn't matter. Nope. It does not no, matter. You're early you're acceptance you're like in means yeah. acceptance. That's what – they have the word right in there. You get to go to MIT no matter what. You can go into Bill Angvell's office and just peel off a nice ropey shit onto his desk and be like, there you go. Snort that. There's your sign. There you go. There's your brown collar comedy tour. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <Just> go. Wraps <laughs> her legs around his neck and shits into his collar. <laughs>
2: She can do that. She's in MIT. Mine as well. It's done. That's and she's yeah. She's good at engineering too. She could probably make it work. So and then we cut to her Latin class, which a lot of this movie is going to center around how much stress she has over this Latin class. Look, who the fuck has a Latin class anyway? And again, because nobody can. I act had a Latin in this class movie, in high school. Oh, that uh. sucks. They lie to you. They say you're going to learn all the languages. Fuck you, Latin teachers
0: everywhere. Oh, you'll be able to learn any language. No, I won't. I'll speak Latin. <laughs> I'll speak Latin, which is garbage. And then really once useless. every. Seven months, my friends will be like, ergo propto hawk, and I'll be like, you know, actually, that's incorrect grammar, and they'll be like, shut up, Eli, and I'll be like, (laughs) I could have been getting pussy. I mean, I couldn't, but I could have tried. I could have been failing more than I already did. Pussy
2: on a computer, anyway. And uh, so, again, and I have to say this because, like, the acting is so bad in this movie that, like, whenever the scene just cuts to like a person emoting the emotion is completely wrong so she's supposed to look like the daughter is supposed to look she's stressed out about the latin class she looks like she's seriously considering blowing her teacher for an a i mean that's oh, what i absolutely. got absolutely i was like oh he's gonna fuck her
0: yeah. this is a porno <laughs> i've seen this Brazzers. like the set was the same and every i was like oh okay i'm with it <laughs> got my dick out got some lotion sat on my thumb i was ready and then he was like can you make some copies and i was like of his dick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's just asking her to do his job.
0: Right. Here, I mixed in, but, oh, let's not forget the major plot point. Mm-hmm. Here, I accidentally mixed in the final exam answers with the things I want you to make photocopies of because I just thrust paper at children. I'm just like, oh. here, <laughs> copies. I know this appears to already be many copies of the same thing. <laughs> but I need more copies. Even more copies. <laughs> also, you'll find my criminal record and my suicide note in there. Don't look. And a picture don't of, look. of my dick.
2: And I, I should point out, too, that they, they make it very Very clear, very often, that this movie is taking place in a Christian school every shot in this school has a Jesus picture or a cross on the background. So, yeah, anyway, then we cut over to her making the copies and finding out that the uh, final exam answers are, are accidentally in there, and I could not help but write down, Raven Nino making copies. <laughs> <I> had a <laughs> lot of fun with that. That was the most fun I had in this entire fucking I was like,
0: living. oh, Raven's torn about whether or not to cheat. That's so Raven. Yeah,
2: and well, and then, yeah, so, and then that's going to be an in- extraordinary big element. She takes, she she makes the copies and then well actually she doesn't make any copies apparently but anyway but she takes the the final exam home and then we have to like deal with her wrestling over the should i cheat or should i not cheat thing for the entire goddamn movie. and
0: again in a movie with no stakes you couldn't ask for a less stakes thing than whether or not this person who already got to the right. college she wants to go to should or should not cheat on her exam who gives a fuck who gives a fuck cheat She, kill another student. I don't care. There's nothing about her collegiate journey that I now care about cuz it's over. Right. It's over. It's like if they showed us the if the everything post credits in Rudy is what we were going on like, "You okay, Rudy? You look pretty hurt." Yeah, but I got to be on field. Oh, great. But will I get to change in the locker room? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter, Rudy. We already did the big chanting thing. I don't know what shirt will I wear? <laughs> Doesn't the part where we were wondering is over. <laughs> That's for earlier in the movie.
2: <laughs> right, right. And then we go back home so that we can watch Grandma be an evil bitch some more. Such an evil bitch. And and then we get this very weird horror movie looking up the stairs from the basement shot where Mom and Dad have the talk about Bo's drinking. Right. They, they have
0: the talk about Bo's drinking like... What's that movie where the kid does a school shooting? We need to talk about Kevin. We need to talk about Kevin. They have a we need to talk about Kevin moment, but about Bo's high school drinking for which there should be and could be no consequences. Right. That's where they're like, I don't know. He keeps stockpiling weapons. And he's like, no, he just had a beer. (laughs) (laughs) And again, oh, this is where we bring up the athletic code. Oh, my God. They signed the athletic code. Things I could not give less of a fuck about the athletic code of a made-up high school,
2: and and, and and but that would be like saying, "Look, now we clicked on that iTunes user agreement, and damn it, we're going to live our lives by it now." We need to make Grandma pay sixty-seven cents
0: if she wants to listen to that Bon Jovi track. Right? We said we wouldn't let any. We would not play these for free or for profit.
2: <laughs> and then we go back to the. Coloring book club for more amateur grief counseling.
0: Yeah, exactly. And in this time, at, at this point, they're doing the uh, who goes from the good circle to the go fuck yourself circle. Oh, and that's where God, right. mom moves from the good circle <laughs> to the go fuck
2: yourself circle. Uh, okay, so just give everybody a quick visual. So the, in the coloring book, there's a picture of a heart and then there's three concentric circles and the hippie fucking sun halo lady says put right everyone that you know down all the people on this thing and whoever's closest to you put closest to the little heart and then draw arrows to telling who needs to move closer to your heart and who needs to move closer away and the only people she knows are her, her immediate family and she wants her mom the fuck out of her circle apparently i guess and I also wrote this, this was, we're about 28 minutes into the movie and I wrote down at this point, they're going to try to sell us that fucking coloring book, aren't they? Oh,
0: they certainly are. Yeah. The point of this, this is a long commercial for a coloring book. <laughs> Basically, not, yes. We should call this god-awful commercials for coloring book, this at particular least for episode. for this episode, yeah. Yeah,
2: exactly. So I guess we're just trying to reinforce the fact that she hates her mom with a fucking passion that is palpable, but she can only admit that to her coloring book
0: which i empathize with i mean if you look in any of my coloring books i've got red fire engine run and i'm just like this fucking bitch i i get it i get it that's where you let those feelings out and
2: then we get to the game yes <laughs> she says i have a game and i'm thinking finally somebody's going to fuck somebody but yeah exactly she just pulls out some sex dice all right alexa get ready to change <laughs>
0: But no, it's a sharing game.
2: Yeah, she says it's a take-home game, and I'm like, is it a Sibian? No, damn it. It's it's a bunch of fucking cards. It's a sharing game. It's
0: cards. It's the real cards against humanity. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Forget two midgets shitting into a bucket. This is the really (laughs) offensive cards against humanity set. You could show it to those guys, and they'd be like, oh, no, come on now. That's a bad taste. (laughs) This is so uh, let's get to a bigger blacker dick
2: (laughs) and then we we get to this absurd alexa trying to mom scene where she's going to see her son and saying hey i have breasts and i'm maternal right exactly where the son is crouched over a tv tray
0: he does not have a desk Mm -hmm. he has a tv tray with a laptop computer on it and she comes in and he's like yeah so this place called the We run over here and score a touchdown play when they don't... Wait, it's
2: even worse than that. He he spends like a, a full minute and a half of this movie intricately explaining to his mother how a two-point conversion works. And then she leaves so that he can beat off to football players some more. Cause let's let's be honest, all right, that's what that kid was doing. He wasn't studying some fucking he was beating off to his teammates on his computer when mom came in and he had to like clean it up really quick. So she leaves, he beats off some more. And and then we go then we go back to the kitchen and I I have to point this out and I'm sure this is in everyone's note. The dad is wearing a t-shirt <laughs> that That says says spiritual gangster (laughs) jc is my nigga
0: (laughs) i listen i don't want a lot out of life but a tattoo on my chest that says spiritual gangster is already in the works it's our next patreon call guys at 800 on an episode I'm going to have one T-shirt from every movie we watch tattooed on my body. (laughs) (laughs) Now I know what you're thinking. Not all the T-shirts in all these movies have words. Doesn't matter. We're going to make up the words in each It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun.
2: Yeah. So dad is wearing a spiritual gangster shirt like that's a normal thing. And then the family all sits down to cookies and milk. Right, and Grandma, by the way, is being a bitch again. Because they sit down
0: and she's like, hey, let's play this sharing game. And she's like, I'm going to kick the crap out of you like I used to as a child. Do you remember when we used to play games when you were a child? You were a little fat loser. (laughs) (laughs) little fat loser with your tears running out of your face like you're coming tears out of your eyes, you little bitch.
2: (laughs) Grandma's doing some serious smack talking before this sharing game. They don't even know what game they're playing and she's already talking shit. And of course... Uh, the son says, I'm too old to play games. He's a football player. Okay. All right. Different yes. game. Different, done count. No. Done, different game. And apparently the game that they're going to play is revisiting past tragedies, the home game. Right. Talk about your feelings. Yeah. So, so they've got this series of cards and each card, I guess, tells them, you know, what they're supposed to talk about. Um, and the first one that grandma pulls is like, Please tell everyone publicly about the lowest moment in your life. How does that end well? Talk about your dead husband right now. I so wanted grandma to have much worse than that. I wanted to have her, like, she had some heroin days back in the 60s, so she said, "Wow." Back in Nam, we came
0: across this village and looked like there were nothing but children. You know, sucky, sucky, $2, but we weren't taking chances. So we lined them up by a ravine. We told them they were going to dig a ditch, and I could hear the screams, and I could see the fire. And I can't stop. Nips on the wire! <laughs> Nips on the wire! And then I want it to get totally silent and for the daughter to be like, okay, two points. <laughs> <laughs> two points. Told you I'd win.
3: <laughs> Playing Russian roulette with Christopher Walken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And dark, it was terrible. Dark time. Mm.
0: Two bullets! Two
1: bullets! Wow! Wow! Wow!
2: And then the sun gets up and leaves because football end zone tackle throw. And I'm, sitting, I'm thinking to myself, okay, we already had to watch them eat dinner without anyone ever putting food on their fucking plate. Is anyone going to eat a goddamn cookie? I have a challenge. I have a challenge to our listeners. I
0: would like you to take this movie and I would like you to cut the scene where they say talk about the worst memory of your life with what the worst memory of grandma's life are. It could be that <laughs> photographer being shot and numb. It could be a scene from Apocalypse Now. <laughs> Whatever you want.
2: I want to see it. It could be interracial porn, old lady <laughs> yeah, porn. Exactly. It could be fine. It could be fine. Um, Yeah. Deer but, Hunter so we don't get an email. So <laughs> I guess Bo's friend shows up and, and he just uh, – he doesn't want to play psychologically torment grandma anymore – because he's just not a family guy, I guess.
0: Right, and so then he, after Bo leaves, Josh Farstein and Alexa have that again. The we have to be honest conversation.
2: Yeah, right. No, and and it's not even we have to be honest because we all 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 are being honest. You know, it's not like anybody's lying about the fact, but it, we have to narc him out to his. To his high school, we have to get him and make him narc
0: himself out. We can't just be like, "Hey, our son drank." We have to be like, "You need to go in and you need because it's so it's you know what what spells integrity when someone forces you to do a thing, (laughs) right? Right? (laughs) Nothing that develops character better. You go in there and you say you murdered someone. All right, and he's so proud of him.
2: (laughs) And then it's back to the coloring book club Kool Aid sampling thing, and and we're gonna open this scene with what may be the single stupidest line I've ever heard in a Christian movie. Oh,
0: I have this too. God is the refresher. <laughs>
2: right. I also think of God as a douche. But yes, that's the actual line that opens the fucking uh, the scene is the woman going, the, again, Ravenclaw or whatever the fuck the hippie chick's name is, saying, I think of God as a refresher. You
3: ever get that yeah. not-so-clean feeling? <laughs> right, exactly. read, read the Bible. We put... We
2: put these people
0: in an empty room with God in it, and then we put people in an empty room without God in it. See if they can they smell the difference. No god damn we rented all these cameras
2: <laughs> so now in this scene of course we also get women talking about you know the stuff women talk about like dishes and socks
3: my husband and- hits
2: me but i usually
3: did something wrong i'm pretty uppity i'm pretty uppity
2: <laughs> it's just so insulting the fucking small talk from these women and then alexa puts moonbeam in her fucking place
0: yeah exactly she slams her tea down and everyone <laughs> reacts like she pull, like she's just Gets into
2: fucking plow position and just takes a, a steamy shit on the table. I mean, I, I when I saw that scene, I thought immediately of the end of Roger Rabbit, where like all the tunes get freaked out when uh, Eddie Valiant gets angry or whatever. Everyone <laughs> yeah. has that same. Ooh, <gasps> she just set her coffee down hard. Kind of a kind of a thing going off.
0: But that's okay because this movie needed to take it to next level bonkers, and her coffee spill circles truth teacher
3: (laughs) right? this is the turning point for the main character of the movie is a fucking tea stain on a piece of paper
2: okay so I I should point out that the exercise in the coloring book they're doing is there's a bunch of different words and you're supposed to highlight the ones that you associate with God and she didn't I guess circle truth teacher now first of all that is not even a meaningful fucking phrase truth teacher are there untruth teachers no it's this fucking redundant those priests, are just teachers
0: untruth but- teachers that's the new legal title when eli becomes president the new legal title for priests and rabbis <laughs> will be untruth teachers <laughs> Oh, what are you getting your degree in, untruth teaching? Oh, that seems like a waste of time. Well, I used to be able to call it priest. Used to just be able to say priest, and everyone was like, nice collar," and I'd fuck some
2: kids. But now I'm an untruth teacher, and it
0: feels shitty.
2: It feels shitty, okay? Ever since they changed the name of Veal to Tortured Baby Cow, it's just not the same. And this is like Alexa's breakdown moment, alright? So she slams her coffee down, and then she starts telling all of these friends, Oh my god, it's so, my life is falling apart. We caught Bo drinking at a party. No, this is the actual line. We caught Bo drinking at a party. He didn't get arrested, but like that was, that was nobody's assumption. Nobody's heard he was drinking at a party <laughs> and assumed he got fucking arrested. He was drinking beer. Was he drinking the blood of a prostitute?
0: Right, yeah, exactly. He didn't get arrested, don't worry. Yeah, that's because that's not a thing kids get arrested for. <laughs> well, he also murdered someone. You <laughs> right. <he>, didn't <laughs> let me finish because he interrupted. <laughs> interrupted. And by the way, no one could give less of a fuck at that table. No! And that that It's a weird moment. Every, every actress in that scene should have been like, and then you're shocked and you're horrified, but you're sympathetic. But instead they're just like, and... Yeah, right. Then what? <laughs> right. He drank and he
2: yeah, they, drove or they reacted hit like a kid? They should have. on?
0: No? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to slam my tea. I guess it's my turn to talk now.
2: <laughs> and then we go back to our second football game, which is apparently also a home game. Also three-on-three, uh, three, as far as I can tell. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And also...
3: In the middle of the day. Don't do 11 until the playoffs, I guess, in high school football. It's <laughs> yes. Flag football three-on-three three until the postseason. Nobody else showed up. Everyone else
0: drank and violated the athletic oh, code, that's... so there's only three, <laughs> three kids from the marching band just jumped on and put some pants on. I played the tuba. God damn it, Steven. Go tackle that guy. I prefer not to tackle. Can we play touch? No. All right, then. He gets away. Touchdown <laughs> <him>. <laughs>
2: And now we see that mom is truly wrestling with her inconsequential, well-to-do white lady problems.
0: Right. And again, I cannot emphasize enough, this movie is a woman's journey to snitch on her son. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, those
2: are that's the that's stakes the of this story. film.
3: And so they decide, finally, that they're going to rat on their kid. And then all at once, Bo walks up to the fence and stares at them. They stare back silently at him. And I swear to God, the football announcer on the loudspeaker, he says this it, during this ridiculous long silence. He goes, and as the Crush finished their victory here, we just have to wonder what could possibly stop this team from taking the championship. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Right? Nice and
0: subtle. Real subtle. He's a fucking mentat from Dune. Also, <laughs> you might notice that the World Trade Tenors are standing strong. What could happen to them in a mere four months and one day? <laughs> And oh, Chris Christie!
2: We go back home, <laughs> and uh Dad is reading through the ninety-page code of conduct for athletes at Super Hyper Christian School or whatever. When they're trying to find a loophole, he's yeah, like, "Fuck!" Exactly. They mentioned alcohol, and she's like, "Damn! I hope that
0: wasn't in there. <laughs> right. Nothing it about like, rape in there, so it is a football high school."
3: <laughs> yeah, it was like murder, rape, and drinking one beer. Yeah, those. Exactly. Those like are on the, the contract. The shit.
2: Now, I just want to, I, I just want to think, like, I, I'm, I'm imagining the dad, cause okay, so he's got this code of conduct thing for his son's football team that apparently he knew right where it was and could go right to it and open it up to the booze page or whatever. Like, how ridiculously organized is this motherfucker? <laughs> well, he prayed on it. <laughs> oh, that must have been it. <laughs> so then Bo comes in and mom says, you remember that night when you were drinking and he's like, um, you mean the night that Grandpa died. Yes, I remember you, you the night that my that grandfather died. No, no the
0: important part. The, yeah. where, <laughs> you had a, where you had a drink, that one. They, I know Grandpa's dead, but come on. Wilfred Brimley's fine. Rest in peace. <laughs> we are talking about you, you had a beverage.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so they have the big fight. He's like, hey, you have to honor it. You have to... Uh, at which point, the dad says, if you believe... Well, there's two lines that
2: I love from this scene. He
0: goes, if you believe in God, you have to tell the truth.
2: Because mm-hmm, if you don't believe in God, there's no incentive, to be honest. To,
0: to which the son replies, we've never done that before. <laughs> right. I wrote in my notes, told the truth? Yeah, never? ever? Not once. What day is it? Wednesday. Hey, man, it's Tuesday. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in God, so I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> and also, the sun, as a protestation, says, everybody drinks all the time. And I was like, hey, man, all, all no, the they time. don't. That's if you know adults who drink all the time, they need help. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Grandma drinks out of that hip flask. You shut your fat mouth, <laughs> you little fag. <laughs> Try and get this pendolphin away from me when I got a switchblade. I'll cut you. <laughs> I'll give you a buck fifty. Oh, I miss you, Johnny.
2: <laughs> Nips on the wire. She dives under the couch. Yeah, right. Um, and so I guess it's settled now because they, they're, they're, like, the next scene is mom taking, uh, Bo to school so that he can narc on himself and learn that owning up to your mistakes is never a good idea in real life.
0: And then he's like, everyone will hate me. And which, by the way, is true, but I think in the real world, they'd hate your mom. You'd just be, they'd be like, hey man, why'd you tell on yourself? And be my like, oh, my parents me. made me. And they'd be like, oh, oh what cool. That sucks for you.
2: But I'm not mad at you anymore. (laughs) Right, right. And I want to point out, okay, so like if this kid is like the the, the superstar football player on the school and everything and mom's forcing him to like to, you know, like to get kicked off the team by telling the coach that he drinks. Like you could be putting this kid's college prospects at risk here. Like you can punish him at home for this shit.
0: I have somewhere in my notes just like, it's good to be honest, but it's like, yeah, but this kid's going to work at fucking Enterprise the rest of his life. And right. At yeah, well, least I was honest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ooh, maybe that was
3: not the time to be honest. Just I'm just saying, mom, we grand, picked a bad time. Scholarship, tuition. a lot of we money. We had never
2: been go. honest before. And that one time. Yeah. And, and so and then like, you know, he's all pissed off at mom and he's like, you can't make me tell them. She's like, well, I could just t- tell them, and then they would still know. So,
0: oh, I wrote in my notes when he wrote, "You can't make me tell them." I just wrote, "Flash cut to her torturing him, yeah, just right? waterboarding him, and it'd be like, <laughs> waterboarding oh, oh, uh, or, or, or something." Yeah, <laughs> mommy knew she'd get it out of you eventually. <laughs> Had to just grind up some hummus and feed it to your butt. <laughs> Gets them every way. Mommy learned that at Gitmo. Grandma comes in. Hey, <laughs> nips in the wire. War didn't change, Grandma. Grandma changed war.
2: <laughs> and then the, so the kid storms off all pissy to go tell the coach that he's that he's evil. And you, see, and you get this long shot of mom just sitting there like, oh, did I do the right thing? And I'm thinking to myself the whole time, it's like, this bitch has never had to deal with any real problems yeah exactly unbelievable now if you if you're if you're sitting there thinking to yourself man they are spending a lot of time on act one of this movie i wonder when they'll introduce the stakes that this film will revolve around i'm sorry to tell you recreational booze narking is pretty much all we've got for you in this one so we're just going to take a quick break here before we get into the final act of this monstrosity but before we do I'll of course give you the hard sell will anything happen will anyone be likable Will this movie continue to be less entertaining than Bill Engvall's stand-up? No, no, and yes. But please keep listening anyway. So when we discovered that this movie was actually based on a fucking coloring book, we couldn't help but wonder just how low on source material Christian movies have gotten. So we decided, in the name of helping out, and to keep our job security here, to give a sneak peek based on the criterion used in Catching Faith. Albert and Bethany Fish are the top scuba
3: divers in the world. But Albert's anger issues and Bethany's depression threaten to tear them apart. Only through faith can they reunite and find the love they once shared. This summer, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish.
0: When a local high school principal makes the American flag illegal, it's up to one Christian school teacher, Victoria Mouse, to raise enough money in a single bake sale to save the school and bring faith back to her small town. This Christmas, if you give a mouse a
2: cookie... David Knight is America's number one astronaut, but when his mission goes wrong and he's asked to gay marry people in space, he must trust his faith and do what's right, not what's most popular. This summer, good night, moon. And we're back for more of this shit. And if you were thinking to yourself, I wonder if this movie is ever going to go anywhere with the budding romance between Bo and his sister. Congratulations, you are wondering the right thing. You're as fuck nuts as the people who wrote this movie. Because as near as I can tell, that's exactly where we go from here. Starting when Raven walks out of school and finds Bo sitting dejectedly on a school bench where no one will hang out with him because now he's been kicked <laughs> off the fucking team for narking on himself for drinking.
0: I wrote here in my notes, a love story between a boy and his sister. That's what. It <laughs> looks- if you based a movie on my internet history, that's this... <laughs> <laughs> the dialogue between the two of them in this scene is like two character monologues taking place at the same time that have nothing to do with each other <laughs> right <laughs> It's just like it's like it's like the actor's nightmare but come to life and filmed
2: yeah, no kidding and and I want to point out here because we kind of glazed over this earlier, so she. Like got a hold of the final Latin exam or whatever when she was making the copies, and she has kept a copy of that final exam so she can decide for the rest of the movie whether to cheat uh, with it. And at one point or another, Bo saw it, so Bo knows that she's thinking about cheating on her Latin exam. That's the kind of thing that matters in this stupid fucking movie. But I just I thought I'd have to kind of throw that out. <laughs> and,
3: and by the way, Bo saw this because. She- she did the thing where she dropped her bag and the incriminating evidence came flying out exactly right, right on top of yeah, the exactly, pile. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Cheat- Originally,
0: no, her plot was going to be that she had an abortion and the fetus came flying out in between her <laughs> books, but it was a whole thing. Carly Fiorini got a hold of the video and she showed yes. it at the next debate. She was <laughs> kicking and screaming. That's the movie that Carly saw. Carly oh, it was-, I- it was catching faith. <laughs> there you go. Now we all feel silly. <laughs> exactly.
2: And then we cut to yet another football game, and it's yet another day game, and yet another home game. This is three in a row, by the way. Well, you know, it's it, they don't alternate when it's... No, not in this universe. And we also have to reinforce the fact that now he's not on the team anymore, like the team is terrible, because apparently missing their ex-receiver means the quarterback now throws the ball into the stands. Yeah, th- that...
3: It, th- it doesn't make the quarterback bad at throwing all of a sudden because one of the receivers, all of a sudden he's throwing passes backwards for no
0: right, reason. Right. He's so used to pitching it into Bo in every sense of the right. word. He's like, I don't know how to throw unless it's to Bo. I can't love without him. I feel like this isn't about football. Well, you'd be wrong. Because it's all about football. We used to watch each other shower. Yeah, I don't. Again, I don't understand how this affects you. I can't talk about it. I just need him here. He's my rock. All right. I'm going to go give Bo a pip talk.
2: And then, of course, Coach Engval realizes that Bo is mopey, so he decides to sit down in the middle of a game he's coaching and give Bo a biblical pep talk that is one step removed from glossolalia. Yeah. He's like,
0: you know, man— Two Samuel seven says, "You're the man," but he means it the way Bing a- Bill Engvall means it is like, "You're the man," like ah. It's it's like he was like Two Samuel seven says, Budweiser. Like it's not
2: that's not <laughs> it, ah! It's not that's not what it well, means. I, and I, it's worth pointing out that like Two Samuel is talking about a, a specific person, though it's not like just you, the reader. Right. Are Someone the man. walked
0: over and said, "Hey, you are the man." That we are yeah, looking right. for. Not like, what's up, Betty? What's going on? I, I was really excited. I looked it up and I was like, is you're the man in the Bible? Is that where that expression comes from?
2: <laughs> but no. No, he's comparing him to David. Now, like, you remember the guy who watched his neighbor's wife take a bath and raped her, impregnated her, and had her husband killed? You're just like <laughs> that guy. That's just like a screen pass. It's very
3: similar.
0: <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. Exactly. So, and then he says, you got caught. So I wrote in my notes, moral of this movie, don't get caught. God says don't get caught.
2: God is a quarterback. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right, a horribly disappointing quarterback. He's like, God's like Ryan Leaf for Tim Tebow. Yeah, yeah
2: exactly. That's the exactly. Of this movie. And, and the, the, if, is it, if I'm, following him correctly, and it would be very easy not to, the message behind his pep talk is just don't do anything and God will take care of it. Right.
0: Which, by the way, I want to point out, this is like a four-minute pep talk. There's a football game going on. I wanted so badly for some player to jog over and be like, hey, coach, um, what, what do we do? <laughs> now is the time when you usually tell us the plays for the football. Do we just, we'll just wing it? All right. Now that we don't have a wide receiver, I guess that we've fallen apart. Doesn't matter. (laughs) The quarterback is curled in the fetal position again, just asking one of us to spoon him. I'm the little spoon, and Bo's the big spoon. He sure is.
2: I also have to point out that the squeeze shots on the stand are hilariously bad. So they've got like one of these situations where they've only got 33 people or whatever that they can work with and they're trying to make it look like a crowd, which you can do, you know, you can do that if you're clever with like what shots that you show, but they're not. So they've got that, but then they show the shot from the, from like the side so that you can see that all the stands behind it. and like there's like the, 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 camera pans over the fucking um stands during the pep talk and you can see that there's only one little tiny segment with like 38 people sitting in these huge stands so it's like impossible not to notice how bad they fucked this shit up it's
0: like if silent movies showed the back of the screens that were supposed to be the sets. Like you just panned over and there was a guy back there smoking a cigarette and you see him just in the background. Right. And you're like, Hey, man, front, front, fucking front. <laughs> <laughs> but in a modern movie. Exactly. <laughs> but today. Also, the neighbor is there heckling. The, na- oh, the yes. evil neighbor uh-huh. there is heckling with her family. She's just like, boo, fuck you, Bo." Like, you can't do that. Someone would be like, hey, you can't just say mean shit to the kids. These are children. <laughs> They are at right. most 17 years old. Go home.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and and then speaking of home, we do go back home so that we can kick off another we're shooting for movie length montage here.
0: Yeah, we're, we're uh, – Ferstein has the work's been crazy with all the work I've been working. <laughs> they could not be less specific. He's like, oh, all the work and the numbers and the reports and the <laughs> – all right, my line's over. With the merger – yeah, I'm gonna go shave my back.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we <laughs> never have the blindest fucking clue what this guy does for a living. It doesn't matter. And and apparently now we're gonna move on to the championship game. So like things don't look good right away. Bo is not doing too well. He doesn't catch the the fucking um, kickoff. And then they like the the very the very first play offensively for them is like a pretty impressive seven yard uh, rush on first down. And like the the guy like. Breaks a couple of tackles, but everybody looks at it like this is a very bad thing, and they're really disappointed because it wasn't a touchdown or whatever.
3: And, and it was no good because the quarterback, I fucked the other kid before this play. There's a little lovers' quarrel in there for a down. <laughs> or two. Oh, it's a ro- <laughs> yeah, exactly. classic Romeo so and
0: Romeo story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I wrote in my notes: the the plan appears to be, Bo, you try not to suck a dick at football. <laughs> <He> says, <laughs>
2: And by the way, dad is getting really suspicious way too early. After they failed to pass to bow for three whole downs, it shows dad going like, they're just not going to pass to bow. <laughs> yeah. It it sounds like mom and
3: dad like had their son in a fantasy league. You know, the, it's, it's not working out. It's the third quarter. He only has one target. He fucking fumbled the first play. That cost us two points. if he puts up a negative 2, we are dropping our son. <laughs> <laughs> This determines who enters the next round robin, does it not? Carly Fiorina comes out. I saw a football player kicking and
0: screaming, and his parents dropped him. I don't know what that means. My skin's all bunched up underneath my shirt. It's all bunched together.
2: It's held there with chip clips. Again, minor point, but in this very first offensive possession, they go for it on fourth down from the 20-yard line. What? I don't know. Um, and 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 again, I I want to just like let the quarterback know. Not conspicuously nodding towards your intended receiver is probably a good idea. Yeah, you, know? you
0: might as well roll a chalkboard out and be like, so here's our play.
2: <laughs> <Right>.
0: Everybody <laughs> can see. Hike!
2: <laughs> Speaking of chalkboards, by the way, when, when, when Bill Engvall's given his speech, there's some X's and O's on the, on the chalkboard behind him. This is, the, the movie understands football so little that I actually stopped it just to count the X's and O's and make sure that they had 11 on both sides. They did! They got that really? right. That was the... Closest wow, they ever because came.
3: They they weren't aware of that when they shot the field. No,
2: ever.
0: not but, at all. Not well, at all. Well, you got to pay eleven extras, get rent those football <laughs> outfits. That's, <laughs> that's not worth it. Those X's and O's look like I was given to draw them. They were like, "Hey, Eli, just draw some X's and O's." And I was like, "Great. Who's on what team? Doesn't matter. Just fucking draw it." He's going to be talking about Jesus, anyways. Right. Um. So then he gets his chance, and and the villain is heckling again.
2: Oh, yes. Uh We've got to go back to the bitchy moms in the States. Right, at which
0: point the mom stands up for herself by being like, you know what? You're right. You're right. I'm a bad mother.
2: And I'm like, wait, was that... You got her? (laughs) 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 And, 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 well, I guess she did because Cruella DeVille was so cut deep that she decides to sell Alexa out on the necklace thing. Now, as you recall, early in the movie... Uh, mom got a necklace from dad but then went in and exchanged it because she didn't like that one and she told her friend about it and now her friend is going to sell her out in front of her husband and this completely meaningless no no I wanted the green one situation is devastating yeah he's to like dad. He, he
0: says nothing's good enough for you and I wanted her so badly to be like no just this necklace like this necklace wasn't nice <laughs> and I wanted a nicer <laughs> <laughs> Necklace. No, <Well>, you're mad. <laughs> all right, we'll talk about it later.
2: <laughs> and, of course, this is also where Grandma comes to uh, to Alexa's defense and hits a woman where it hurts, the dye job. She goes, you can see that your roots are gray, and then all of a sudden Cruella's just devastated. Fuck this misogynistic fucking movie. I wrote in my notes at this point, by the way, I can't imagine any vaginae were related. Were, were, utilized in the writing of this movie. It blows me away that a woman wrote this fucking movie. Oh, this really? Is so misogynistic. That's so that's so upsetting. Oh, well, not only that, but it was the bitchy it's the bitchy lady who wrote oh it, uh, of course so it. she was like she i'll let him get it. me where it
0: hurts my roots what can i say <sighs> oh, it's hard to go through it's hard to, i won't cry this take i promise go ahead and say it and i'll just <laughs> i'll just think about other stuff and the director leans forward and he's like i don't understand what's happening did you write this movie go fuck yourself
2: <laughs> go hold the mic what? that's what i do for a living by the way, this was like the denouement for, for grandma where, where like she used her powers of country for the forces of good. Right, exactly. So this is, this is the moment we're supposed to say like, oh, alright, grandma's okay now because she was a bitch to the right person. No, she's just a bitch to everybody and that's the person she was talking to at this I point.
0: wanted that shot to continue and grandma to just walk out towards the bathroom and kick over some kid's ice cream cone and be like, take that, you little faggot. <laughs> she jumps in the air like the end of Breakfast Club. Grandma!
2: <laughs> Did shit and numb. <laughs> and now, of course, the, the husband midway point between George Clooney and Dom DeLuise is fucking devastated. Um And I have to say, dude, like a traded necklace is the least you've got to deal with when you're fucking that far out of your league. Because, like, say what you will about her horrible acting. The mom's pretty smoking hot. Oh, yeah. The dad, not so much.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he looks he looks like a baseball cap preacher and she looks like a passable eight. Like a nice Yeah, yeah, right,
2: right, exactly, exactly. So, and of course, on the field, you know, Bo just can't get shit right unless his incestuous lover tells him random stuff. So then we get that. Right, they (laughs) have
0: the Jack and fucking, they have a Titanic montage where she's like, Bo, I didn't cheat because of you. And he's like, oh, all right, now I don't suck at football. (laughs) (laughs) So therefore which leads to the weirdest now again i don't know a lot about sports the guys know a lot more you guys know a lot more about sports than me but i know that wide receivers are not allowed to call a play there's not a moment (laughs) in football where they go coach coach i've got an idea oh do you why don't you voice it to me any other time literally any time except right here in this moment
2: (laughs) <laughs> All right, so we have to set this up. This is so, like, every football fan is going to cringe their way through this bit. Okay, so the team is down by seven points, and they just scored a touchdown, and they're about to kick the point after when Bo calls a timeout, the wide receiver, who is on the field some for some reason uh, for the point after, because he's realized that they could go for two. They could fake the PAT and go for two to win the game. Which he learned on YouTube. Yes, just, exactly. Just recently, like a week ago. Yeah. Genius. Now, okay, couple of things here. First of all, c- coaches in football generally don't go for two often enough. I think most mathematicians and statisticians would agree they should go for two most of the time and they don't, but. This is one of the many, or, or very few circumstances, rather, where you would definitely not want to go for two. You're down by one. If you miss the two-point conversion, you lose. If you get the fucking point after, you tie the game. This is one of those situations where you definitely don't want to go for two. Tom Coughlin learned <laughs> that the fucking hard way when they first introduced the two-point conversion. Secondly, if you're in the middle of your two point conversion attempt and you call a timeout and two of your players run over and talk excitedly with the coach, everyone knows you're going to fake the fucking point after, don't they? You're obviously. Mom knew. Obviously mom is sitting in the stand there. saying, <laughs> like, they're going to fake a fucking PAT P- here and go for two. If mom knows the goddamn defense knows, don't they? Yeah,
3: nobody's trying to ice throw own kicker. It makes right, absolutely no right. sense. And the mom knows way too much about football at this point. She's talking, oh, look, Bo's reporting tackle eligible here. They're going to run the fake. He's He's going on <laughs> to the flat route. He's going to do the flat route. Flare. And they're going to hit him. No. <laughs> she's got a little screen
2: that she's drawing on. <laughs> right. Right. So, so they, anyway, so they run over to the coach and they're like, we should fake the PAT. And the coach is like, I'm, I'm the coach though. And, and like we we – you know, you practice plays before... You don't just make up a play in the middle of the game that no one else on the fucking team knows you're going to... Even knows, like, how that play goes or anything. You do when
0: your entire defensive line's job is just to, like, gently shove at
2: the people in front of them. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> would you say to me? would you say to me? And touchdown. All right, good game, everybody. So we got mutiny on the gridiron. We've got a fucking call-so-stupid <laughs> Pete Carroll wouldn't have made it in the Super Bowl. And, of course... They get the two point conversion and they win the game. And b- by the way, Bo is all by himself in the end zone. No one else is even on that side of the field at this point. And, and by the way, they call the two point conversion fake, and then they go up to the line. And then once again,
3: the like extra no need to have another signal, but the signal for it is once again an extended gay eye fuck between Bo and the quarterback. <laughs> yes, and yes. the defense, like a defense watching this, they 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 have about. 20 seconds to respond to this and they could just stand. There. hey do, do, do you guys see how he's gazing into the eyes of number 83 again they did that before just okay here's what we do don't let him walk over right there and be wide open because they're still doing they're still why gazing we, why don't we all just walk over other. there
0: their their defensive line doesn't seem to want to move us at all we could just we're just going to go over here oh what do we we still stand here in a line right yeah i mean whatever you guys want right, to do i
3: don't worry they don't get a delay a game, just make sure you cover the main character if they snap it eventually. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. So
2: hooray, they won the game or stuff. But
0: the movie can't end there. Oh, I wanna to touch on one thing. So I did not realize that when one does that two point conversion thing, you have to mime you have to fake mime the kick. Uh, and that's in the shot is the guy fake miming the kick. So in my head, it was just some gay football player celebrating like, yeah, axe <laughs> kick.
1: <laughs> huzzah!
0: Didn't see that coming, did you, bitches? The they the best. <laughs> Watch it without the eyes of someone who knows sports. And there's just one player who in the middle of the play kicks his leg into the air and is like, huzzah! Nobody puts Johnny in the corner. I want Johnny to have his own movie, the gay member of that football team who just every play is like, oont, oont, oon, 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 eh, oon, what is love? Baby, i not hurt. Me
3: in the background while Bo's trying to catch all the football. <laughs> I just want to talk about this, this winning catch one more time. So yeah, he finally makes it on like, probably the 50th take, just barely, you know, end zone's completely empty. The, mm-hmm. the crew clearly went home except one camera guy who's doing the camera and throwing him the passes. that he <laughs> talked right. <jumped> into it. <laughs> I'm going to get it right. Just please. It's so terrible. The shots. First, it's a shot of his arms stretched the wrong way. He's facing the other direction. Right. Yep. Then he's running the wrong direction. Then he's running toward the sideline, and then you get like a few frames of Tech Mobile for no reason. And, and, then he, <laughs> and then he's just standing there facing the camera, and he barely caught it, really
2: awkwardly. Like honestly, like everything that about this movie is terrible, but you know. When you actually feel the need to point out specific pro- points where the editing was shit, you know you're you're dealing with a bad movie. Okay, so like in the middle of this this scene, they have they have to cut to the football flying in the air, and first of all, the football looks like somebody shot it right after the fucking quarterback uh released it. And secondly, the background is like desert or whatever or something when they throw this like it's not even like taken in the same yeah and and then you see it for like a half a second okay I'm sorry I cannot do justice to how poorly edited this one fucking moment is But, like, like, literally, like, it's so bad it takes you out of the movie. As bad as the acting, the screenwriting, the directing, everything else has been, at that point in the movie, you're like, this movie deserves better editing than that.
3: Oh, it's like a green screen. The football's in Hawaii for a second for no reason. <laughs> if halfway through the Certainly. shot,
0: it cuts to someone's home videos and it's like,
2: wave hi to grandma.
3: Wait, sorry, football.
2: <laughs> still flying through the air. Oh, it was so fucking bad. But hooray, they won and, and now it's night all of a sudden.
0: Now that we have won football, night can fall. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> the curse is broken. <laughs> so now they're leaving the they're leaving the football game and somebody runs up to the parents, somebody with the school runs up to the parents and says, Oh, you've got to be so proud and they're like, Oh, we are because our son is awesome. He's like, No, I, I meant because of your your daughter, I'm the Latin teacher. And uh, I just want to let you know that she aced her midterms because that isn't a weird thing to run up to somebody at a football game and tell their right. parents you would, about. You would
0: run up and congratulate them because they got accepted early admission to MIT, not the <laughs> useless midterm, which now means nothing. Right, be like, oh That's yeah. Exactly. Uh, also, I want you to know, your daughter like raises her hand a bunch in class. Hey, man, are you just lonely? I don't know. Where are we going after the game? Am I right? <laughs> 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 Woo! Are your tears running down your face? No, I just use some visine. I'm the Latin teacher. You've said that three times. I know. I'm the Latin teacher. <laughs>
2: And, of course, Bo's about to walk out and then all his friends show up and they're like, hey, Bo, you know, we like you now again because you football. Um, you want to come <laughs> hang out? And he says, no, guys, I've got a sister to fuck. So he decides to do some family time instead. Oh, and, of course, we have to see mom returning the big necklace and getting the little one again so that she's now an un-bitch. Right. And <laughs> she,
0: and then she goes to the, uh, the hippy-dippy prayer circle place. Mm -hmm. where she basically sums up her story in case someone fell asleep and pooped themselves awake for the last (laughs) part of the movie where it's basically like, I wanted to control the world around me, but then I realized God wanted me to snitch on my son here and then she has a moment with her daughter where she's like here have a tree amulet with a platitude in it (laughs) and i I wrote in my notes she got into mit you fucktard no one ever mentions it again in the movie no one's like oh and you got into a great school too right but most of all here's the necklace
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. I also want to point out that that now Grandma goes to biblical highlights for kids class, too. So, like, the relationship between Mom and Grandma is...
0: What did Grandma draw in her coloring book? A necklace of ears I wore around myself and (laughs) now Cut this one off a baby. Wanted them to know.
2: And then it's happy family time because Jesus and we actually end the movie on Dad saying grace. That's... Yeah, so in case we haven't fully warned you off of watching this thing, I want to reiterate a couple of things. This is a movie about football written by people who know nothing about football or non-football things. This is a movie that was filmed over an 18-day period, but they took 13 days off to masturbate. This is a movie based on a grown-up Jesus activity book. This is a movie where Bill Engvall stands out for his skills as a thespian. This is a movie written by a couple named Alexa and John in which the names of the couple at the center of the story are Alexa and John. This is a movie where the soundtrack makes you think the singer just keeps missing the cue and the band has to vamp. This is a movie that would have been a more enjoyable experience if I'd had to eat it, and for my money... This was the single least enjoyable movie that we've ever watched. <laughs>
3: if, if they had used Engval a little bit more, I think it would have been a lot better. And like, honestly, I guess that's not a good sign. If you underutilized Bill right, Engval right. in your movie, that's probably not good. <laughs> but I think they underutilized Bill Engval. This, by a lot.
0: This movie is as unpleasant as handmade wedding invitations. This is a, this is a <laughs> wedding website of a movie where it's just like, our story, fuck you, where are you registered? <laughs>
1: our story Don't you
0: make me click through that shit that's what this the the feeling you get when you see our story as a tab on a wedding website is this entire 60 minute movie you're just like right it's so short thank god it's short that's the best thing i can say about this film is that it it is not longer than it is that it is 51 <laughs> minutes instead of 52 is the greatest it's actually like
2: album. 91 oh 80,
0: god
3: yeah. i was on meth most of the time so i watched it <laughs> fast forward yeah, and uh, as far as I can tell, the only useful message in this entire movie is you should always go for the two-point conversion because it has a higher expected value. So pretty much all the time you should go for that. Yeah,
2: that's, that's and, actually – except for the time that they except did Except for it, the
3: one yeah. time they did it, yeah. yeah. And, and my theory about that, I think they're, they're trying to say that having faith – is the extra point, but the two point conversion is faith and good works. I think they're trying to get pretty deep. <laughs> no, yeah, they're getting Lutheran. That's really stupid. <laughs> yeah, Here's, exactly. if you, and, then,
0: and if you look here, having a have a five on four defense is going to mean that you're a Pentecostal, <laughs> and then it's you've got a whole thing.
2: Yeah. So before <laughs> deflated we, uh... <laughs> balls is the clergy. <laughs> uh, so before we uh, we finish this up, I'm curious, Heath. Did this movie offend you more as an atheist, a movie lover, or a football fan? Uh yes. All of those. <laughs> and uh and honestly also as a
3: Netflix customer. I right, yeah, that I right, paid for a little right. bit of this. But but most of all, I'm offended on behalf of fans of the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. They, they've come to expect a certain level of quality and <laughs> You know, they didn't get it here. And Some
0: back. guy stands up in the theater. When did Larry the Cable Guy come on? I've been sitting in this damn movie for 73 minutes and
1: ain't no one talked about Mexicans.
2: I got to say, honestly, if the movie had just stopped and there had been just like a jump cut to Larry the Cable Guy doing stand-up, that I would have been like, oh, good. Oh, good. Something to kill myself to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So in lieu of a numeric ranking or whatever, tell me, Heath, as a sports fan, what would have to happen to, let's say, the Giants before watching a Giants game would be less enjoyable than watching this movie? Huh. Um, Okay, I'm going to switch it to Steelers because it makes it easier. If the Steelers
3: had Mike Vick murdering puppies on camera between plays and having Roethlisberger rape them I'd watch this movie instead <laughs> right and there's unless st- it was the playoffs there'd still be the three
0: playoffs. guys on Facebook whose pictures are the Steelers they'd be like now let's be real here let's be real this is not about the puppies being raped and murdered this is about <laughs> politics <laughs> in football <laughs> Hey, man, I know you got Vic on your fantasy team, but you don't need to defend an animal abuser. Oh, I'm just saying, I'm super pro-animal abuse. This is the side I die
2: on. Now, Elad, as you've said, you're not so much a sports guy, so I want to rephrase the question for you. Uh, what would have to happen in a Harry Potter graphic novel fanfic or whatever it is that you like instead of football before you'd enjoy it less than this movie?
0: I, I would need an entire eighth book just about Luna Lovegood, just wandering around and slowly discovering that she has Parkinson's before I could <laughs> enjoy it. Like where Luna, Luna woke up. I don't know. I feel shaky. She said to Harry. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Said Harry, and wandered away. I w- actually, that was, sounds great now. Now <laughs> I'm taken back. It, yeah. This okay. would. Ha- this would have to be a, a if the third book of Name of the Wind was entirely about Denna. If the entire book, you don't get it because you haven't read that book. But there's a horrible no, no, character no, in no, that yeah. book. Trust me, if you read it, third book all about Denna. Just nothing but Denna from Denna's perspective. She does her hair, ties those bullshit knots in it. That's how terrible it would be before I'd have to enjoy it less than this movie.
2: Well, you know, I, for 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 what it's worth, when I phrased the question, I knew I would not understand your answer. Yeah, so exactly. um, there's no biggie. Two-point
0: conversion I- every time. That's what I learned today. <laughs>
2: There we go. You've learned more than most Important NFL stuff, coaches, unfortunately. It. They keep, they're keep they going to have the fucking PAT on the other end zone at some point. They're going to be like, guys, it makes more fucking sense to go for two, and it's more fun to watch. And their coaches are still going to be kicking the goddamn Kick PAT. <laughs> anyway, completely off subject. I guess that's going to do it for our review of Catching Faith, but that isn't going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to get you all hot and bothered over next week. So, Eli, tell us, what's on deck? Last ounce of courage.
3: Oh, shit. This looks amazing.
2: I, I, okay, the, in the preview of this movie, I, I didn't count, but I'm going to guess, and this is a real guess, by the way. I'm not exaggerating here. I'm going to guess 31 times that you see an American flag during that preview.
0: Yeah, this is, I used to, I used to take, I used to watch Nicktoons and then right after Fairly Odd Parents, they would show Marines commercials where like mm. he's climbing up a mountain and he fights a thing with because they can't show you like fucking an Arabic oh, yeah, baby right, skull right, right. so he's just climbing up a mountain he's fighting a fire demon and then he turns into a Marine and he's like eh, sword goes mm. in the pocket um yeah. So this this movie is more patriotic. This commercial is more patriotic and less sensical than the yeah. commercials where the marine you know scales up a mountain and fights the, the ball rock. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> it looks fucking amazing. I have oh I can't tell you anything about this movie right now. By the way, I know a man stands on a roof and yells at everybody down on the ground. That is what I know. This could be a whole movie about a guy about to throw himself off a roof, and I would love
2: every second of it. (laughs) I want to give a shout out to Fred Williamson. Um, if if you if you're a fan of black exploitation movies, you know him. He was Black Caesar. You might remember him from uh, from Dusk Till Dawn. Um, but he plays the evil ACLU lawyer, and I love the idea—the decision to use a black exploitation actor to play the evil, bad civil liberties lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's. Awesome. And they I, I bet they have no idea why that's so fucked yeah. up. The baseline
0: crazy of this movie is the bad guy is an ACLU lawyer. That's there is yeah. no I'm trying that's like a the bad guy of a movie being a doctor without borders, just like Right, right. Hey there. I'm here to help your village with their cleft palates. Bam bam bam.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well i i don't know if that's any worse than the ghostbusters making the epa guy the bad guy that was awful wrong. you're and releasing Reagan, we
0: know. found out that there is life after death and you keep releasing this shit into the environment we need to test it and save it What is something strange go the fuck away in the neighborhood go fuck yourself here we're gonna call there's an afterlife this has huge implications that's
1: okay let's make money off of it
2: now, okay, so from what I can gather, this movie is... Okay, so what we see is there's that old guy, and he's the mayor of a town or whatever, and the ACLU is pissed off about something that he's done, but they don't tell you what he's done. So this movie is either going to create a bullshit situation where he's not done anything wrong and no atheist would ever give a shit and the ACLU wouldn't get involved. I was praying
0: in my home, and this black man was walking by and heard it.
2: Right, right, exactly. <laughs> or... Even worse, this is going to be a love letter to people who violate the Constitution on behalf of Jesus. We have one of those two things to look forward to. Either way, I'm looking forward to. Oh, it. I can't wait. <laughs> here, here, by the way, here's the phone call that
3: the mayor's office actually gets from the ACLU apparently bad guy black lawyer. He says, This is the hammer. Warren Hammerschmidt of the yes, Blatheist Law Firm yes. or whatever. <laughs> Your mayor is not cognizant of the statutes that pertain to the separation of church and state.
2: Yes. Yes. Never before has
3: someone
0: highlighting a word and clicking tools thesaurus been more obvious than that part of the script. (laughs) (laughs) And his lacerations fell down her
3: face. I'm
2: sorry. Oh, I gotta. I, I I I hate to be the one that c- cuts in and explains the joke, but if you if you're not aware, that's actually something George W. Bush <laughs> wrote in a paper in Yale. In Yale, he was in Yale at the time. So that's that's just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, in case you're wondering, no, I don't just laugh at everything Eli says. Everything Eli says is funny.
0: I'm not an <laughs> or aren't a comedian. Fuck you, Mr. Opinionated. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, asshole! You think I don't meditate on that shit? I'm gonna go to sleep tonight. In the last three nights, and been like, I don't know, man. I think those guys are really funny, and they're so smart. And I can't even say Solomon <laughs> Rushman's name. I just sit there in my fucking bed, my pug taking up three quarters of the bed, my fiance playing the goddamn ukulele. I had to read that shit from you. I'm fucking sitting here thinking I'm not. Wa- oh, because you know who need? You know who's too full of himself? The comedian on a podcast. We're so famously egotistical. It's so easy
2: being me. I gotta say, honestly, everyone who leaves a one-star review on iTunes is a dick. I'm sorry. Like you're just like email me. Tell me what you don't like about this show. Just don't be a fucking dick. Right, especially about it. if
0: anyway. you like the other shows. If you like the other shows, that's being like, oh, you know, I really like Papa John's pizza, but I hate their, but I hate their fucking breadsticks. So I shat in the box and sent it back. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> for my feedback well
2: <laughs> I'll tell you what we'll take it out on Mr. Opinionated in uh, Last Ounce of Courage next week I'm sure there'll be plenty to bitch yeah, about there fun little tea
3: party movie really so, a with lot, of, all... lot of motors it's like Sons of Anarchy meet Sons of Theocracy it's weird yeah right, right. meets flags. the oath keepers son yeah, of man should... do those contradict yes they do very much Doesn't
2: matter. <laughs> doesn't matter
3: it's a movie
2: so with all that to look forward to we're gonna bring episode 8 to a much deserved close once again a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go if you'd like to count yourself among their ranks you can make a per episode donation at slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an extended uh, edition of every episode. You can also help us out a ton by leaving a five star review on iTunes, not being a dick like Mr. Opinionated and the one star thing. Five stars or four. Four would be fine, but we prefer five. And of course, by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Skating Atheist and The Skeptocrat, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. All the music used in this episode was written in performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Giraffes on Mars and was used with his permission. If you like what you hear, hear more by following the links on the show notes to this episode. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Eli Bosnick and Heath Enright, I'm no illusions promising to work damn hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with a guy from Brooklyn telling you to fuck yourself.
1: Fuck off, cocksucker.
2: Raven
0: went on to get a STEM degree and stopped believing in God because, you know,
3: college. Bo raped a girl in college and his parents turned him in. He's still
2: in prison. Grandma said the N-word at a filmed city hall meeting that went viral and died of rickets.
0: Neighbor lady finally got the ass-kicking she deserved from her husband,
3: and all of her curly, dyed hair fell out. And Dad started making Christian videos and opened his own ministry. He's now known as Josh Forestine.